Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hey there, Clitorati and pleasure seekers all over the world. Today, I'm super turned on because we have a metaphysicist in the studio who's eager to talk chakras. I feel like she hits a sexy blend of the science body, and spirit, which is the best way to heal and move forward into a life that we love, a life filled filled with reality, right? But also pleasure. It is possible. So here to elevate the conversation is a courageous woman who is committed to facilitating new levels of self-awakening, creating life-changing transformations, and helping others achieve a deeper connection to themselves and all the possibilities that open from there. So here to talk sex chakras and all the tools you need to unlock your inner power, please welcome Mirak. I feel like there is so much I want to talk to you about. <laughs> I saw everything that you do and I was I like, I want to ask her about this and this and this. <laughs> but I know one of the things that, Love that. <laughs> one of the things you're really passionate about and reached out to us wanting to speak about was the energetics of the chakras, specifically the sacral chakra and really the duality of pleasure and pain and increasing pleasure through your sacral chakra. Let's, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Okay, so... We're just going to dive right in. Yeah, sure. Chakras. I'm assuming most people know what chakras are, but for those who don't, it is the energetic vortex that takes place at every neuroendocrine gland interface. So basically, every place your nerves and your hormones meet up. So we start at the bottom with our root, which is our foundation, and it's where our DNA is. It's where we spent nine months in our parents' like being created, right? So it's our ancestral DNA, our foundation, our nervous system, all of those things. As you move up to the sacral chakra, and the sacral is really the place where movement and feelings and pleasure, and it all comes together. So I want you to imagine that as you're growing up, first of all, let me just say that chakras take seven years to fully develop. So your root takes place from zero to seven. There's a lot of programming there, ladies. There's a lot of programming there. And as you move up and you go into your sacral, again, there's pleasure, there's guilt. Have you ever noticed that when you come up to feeling joyful, your immediate next thought is, 
oh shit, what happens if the shoe drops? Yes, I That's can relate to that. <laughs> part of that duality of not being able, right? Like you're not able to actually enjoy the moment of having pleasure and joy. And that is all that the sacral mm-hmm. chakra wants. Then you move up to your solar plexus and your solar plexus is behind your solar plexus bundle. It's literally your core and it's where your power is. It's where your authentic self is. It takes the lower two chakras of having a foundation and a safety net where you're secure and it moves up with your emotions And then it goes to your solar plexus where you take action based on how you felt, what your nervous system is like. And that is where we get our confidence. So those three bottom chakras, they're known as the earth chakras. And then you get your heart, which everyone immediately thinks that like the heart, but the heart is known to be balanced. Like it is literally the thing that balances your top three chakras and your lower chakras and it brings together it bridges the spirituality and physical aspect of life so that's where like your emotions live and as you continue to move up you have your throat chakra which gives you basically the right to say i have a right to express it your throat chakra actually has all the information of all the other chakras so again Think about when you're expressing yourself or when you get dressed up or like however it is that you want to convey who you are, it's from your throat chakra because it has metabolized all the other energies from the other chakras. And then you have your third eye, which most people think of like intuition, inner wisdom. And lastly, your crown, which is the connection to all things. That is really, I feel like when your crown is open You have an awareness that allows you to be connected to everything, right? So there is no separation between us and others. Okay. You just sparked a question. Go back down to this. Wow. I just, it's it's so interesting because we just did an episode about commuting with your vulva and getting messages from her. And I'm curious from a perspective of chakras, the way that you just created all of them for us. Because I can say at least for myself, and I think I'm speaking for Madison, Katie too, we've done, I would say, spiritual work. I know Katie was a Reiki master. We've done spiritual work. We've done transformational work. And there was something that really opened up for us that felt like intuition when we really started to commune with our vulvas or pussies, whatever you want to call it, in a way that was so deeply healing and I'm wondering from a chakra perspective, if you can maybe spread some light, shed some light on why that was the way that it was, <laughs> if you have any opinions. Think about it. You are commu- like, okay, let's think about this. Before you even communicated with her, were you connected to your body? Chances are probably not. So mm. once you communicated with her, you allowed her to speak Then we get to our throat chakra where it like literally metabolized everything and then went to your, I don't know, people call it intuition, pings, God nudges, whatever you want to call it. So that's why you were able to hear her. That makes complete sense to me because Mm. also 
a lot of people think that like when you create something, it's from the sacral. It's actually the combination of your third eye, your throat, and your sacral. Ooh, okay. It makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. What did she say to you? Did you guys get any Mm -hmm. messages? Uh, Yeah, I would would let Madison and Katie, I know (laughs) they had their own experiences. What did she say to you? Mm. I was facilitating the experience. When we did it with Lacey, remember when we did it with Lacey? What did she say to you then when you... Yeah, when you did it. Oh, the first time that we did it? Oh, my God. The first time I ever talked to my pussy was when I was actually going to figure out what I was going to go by my name for the show because I was 23 when I started the show and I just graduated college Mm -hmm. and I wasn't sure where my career was going. And the first time I did a pussy communing exercise, I asked her what she wanted to be called and she named me Sugar. So my pussy named me Sugar. The first time I did vulva gazing with Lacey Haynes, it was wild. It was just tears just we were crying. I was just crying. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What what can I do to serve you now? And she was just like, live in your pleasure. That is the live one thing they want more than anything else is mm. pleasure. It is. I think it's one of the reasons why I love this podcast is it's about life is about pleasure. We are not here to suffer we are not here to play small like you guys have done over 200 almost 300 episodes a lot of episodes (laughs) we are here to enjoy life and when you when you Mm -hmm. said that she you cried there's so much in there like i you ladies Think about your ancestors for a moment. I want to just, if we just do the bottom two chakras of your root and your sacral, that there's so much power there. There's so much wisdom there. And no one gives it the time of day. It's very frustrating. (laughs) Sorry. It's, they only think of it as, okay, great. They don't really think that women actually enjoy the pleasure as much as the men do. And I'm so glad that you are here to set the record straight on that because she is powerful. She like, she doesn't want to be quiet. She has a voice. Yeah. I think that was the most shocking part was, was the little, I think we all heard and maybe Katie, you can speak to this. I actually heard a voice that was different and distinct from my third eye from my intuition it was a different voice it was but it was a different type of intuition 100 percent. i just feel like it unlocked so Mm. much fear for me i'm like oh wow i'm really afraid of a lot of things because i already had a pretty big life when i started doing this work and i was like oh wow i'm afraid to become a mom oh wow i'm really like afraid of this life that I've always wanted, I'm afraid to actually live it fully. And now is, <laughs> it's time. So it's, um, I feel like I really got like in a nutshell that from doing all of this work and learning how to commune with my vulva and listen to it and really hear that voice. My favorite exercise, which is 101 exercise from Mama Gina, is having your <laughs> pussy pick out your outfit. 
going through your closet. And wow. then they do this every, for sure, every time before I come on air. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what does she want to wear? And I let her dress me. And I think that that was really the beginning for me of starting to be able to listen to her and not such like a serious, goal-oriented, significant mm. arena. Because I had a lot to work on in my intimate life. Okay, so Particularly I have a question. with myself. And a lot of it was lack of education. So you said it unlocked a lot of fear, right? Yeah, it shed a lot of light on it. And you had a pretty, you already had a really big life. And it brings up all these Mm -hmm. questions. Like one thing that people don't know about the sacral is that, again, you have that ancestral lineage, you have emotions, there is a part of this age that your sacral is. Remember, ladies, it's 7 to 14. So your pussy, your vulva, like, how old is she? Do you know? Have you thought? Like, when you're telling me that, like, you ask her to what she wants to wear, my immediate thought, to be honest, goes into an inner child. I see the little eight-year-old girl Mm. being so excited to check out her closet because she's coming on the podcast. Like, that is how I see her. Does that make sense? Mm. Like, I I love this idea that you guys, like, commune with them. I don't... Here's the thing. I'm going to be super honest. While I love my chakra work, I probably have not had an honest conversation with her. I've tried. Let me say that. I've tried. Yeah. I... You so not well, a lot let of, me, we, let if me you tell would, you. If you uh, would uh, like uh, to, <laughs> we actually have a free resource that we just released. Yeah. And it, it's a guided... It actually starts... This is really funny. It starts with... I am a vocalist, so I created a sacral chakra voice-activated meditation that leads us into, and then Madison leads you through a fully guided audio experience of communing with your vulva. And you can just go to Pleasure Positive Living. Oh, I need Yeah, this. it's pleasurepositiveliving.com backslash vulva for anybody <laughs> who wants it. And it really, the reason why we did this with our VIP group is because it was, it's one thing to hear about it on a podcast, and but... we really wanted to create something where people could actually experience this for themselves. And because it is Mm -hmm. really life changing. I, and I I I will tell you, I think there's a delay. I'm going to, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to, I'm going to chat it to you right now. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Thank you. So when I started this podcast, my body was not going to let me ignore her anymore. The whole left side of my body, it started Oh my gosh. I haven't said, I feel like I haven't told the story in so long. It started. I'm sorry, you say left um, side? I broke my foot, my left foot, my left side, all on my left side. Started with my foot, my hip, a disc slip, a kidney stone, and then a concussion the night before I mean, we recorded. If the universe our first was not podcast. trying to communicate all to in you. A year. Like, I'm a very, <laughs> I am a very healthy person. I am a registered nurse. I had never been sick in my life. And I had to learn how to receive help and care. And I think that's what really came up for, because I was like not, not receiving help and care, not able to, but Mm. able to give depleting myself and which is very common, I feel. And I lost my train of thought, but yeah, it completely changed my life. I started masturbating. My back pain actually started getting better. So I ended up not needing surgery. I was a 32 year old woman who had never 
And I had to heal my sacral chakra. All I did was listen to a sacral chakra playlist. And I remember I was doing it, Madison, at your bachelorette, listening to that sacral chakra playlist. And that was what was, because no doctors, Western medicine was not able to really help me in a way that I wasn't really a candidate for surgery. And you don't want to have back surgery unless you really need it. So it's just been like an incredible journey. But the left side and the masculine side of my body, I would love, do you have any insight onto like, into that? Sure do. For the chakras? I'm sure you're nodding your head. I know you do. (laughs) It's not this. Okay, here's the funny part. My program is about the chakras, but I... Apparently, I have awoken this gift of energy, so, like, I actually understand it. Like, I've always been claircognizant, mm-hmm. where I just knew things, didn't know why I knew things, but knew random facts. Yeah. So, this, I understand mm-hmm. energy. So, it's not just necessarily about the chakras, but your left side was definitely giving you a message that you needed to be in your feminine. Because you were so used to being in your masculine and doing. Uh, Ladies, I'm making this assumption about the four of us because I feel like for the most part, women of our generation, we have been taught to make a name for ourselves. Well, there's Mm -hmm. no difference between us and others, right? So we Mm -hmm. are in this perpetual cycle of having to prove ourselves which really gets us out of our feminine and into our masculine. And that's no way a baby's Mm going to be made. (laughs) Let's be very honest. No, that's why this all came up Mm -hmm. to me in this vulva gazing about like becoming, like really stepping into my feminine and not being so afraid of it. And I will tell you that a lot of my fears have happened. Okay, you're, and you manage them. I, and I'm managing. But they're not fears anymore, right? <laughs> no. But I've, luckily, I've had these two girls to keep me going. Mm. It is hard to have a career, be a mother, be a, a loving, not necessarily doting wife, but have a healthy marriage. Affection. And also have a healthy relationship with myself. Like I didn't have that before all of this. So you must be an so expert I have time to manager. Develop that. <laughs> yes. How? Why? Because she knows that? things. <laughs> How'd you know that? I, oh my god! I'm just. Ooh, I love you. <laughs> I love people who know things. It's I. So I'm a little blessed in the sense that I don't have children, and I say blessed because, ladies, if you were to ask me at five years old, all I ever wanted was to be a mom. I wanted to be a mom. I loved babies. I would play house all day long. What I've learned is I'm so grateful that I get to be an aunt to all my friends' babies because I feel like I make a greater impact that way than if I were a mom. Also, if we're going to be super honest on this podcast, like part of the chakra healing for me mm-hmm. was my sacral was like dead, like adrenal mm-hmm. failure, testosterone was down, estrogen was down, like my body was making fibroids. Like I, it's not, wow. yeah, it's, I, there's a part of me that kind of wishes that I had known about this podcast. <laughs> 
when it first came out. <laughs> you can start from the beginning. We have, four years later. we have a lot of people that start listening from the beginning. Hey. You can hear our whole journey from the very beginning. But I, I mean, it's I never believe too in late. It. We have a lot of people come on. We've had, but how old is that one woman? She's, I'm 90 five years old and I just she had yeah. just started masturbating because she listened to our show and she, was she like, had a brand she's new like, I'm having the best sex ever in my 90s like, we're like okay this is why we do this <laughs> and, and I, I think, think with I think, herself with her yeah no she was having sex yeah. with the partner <laughs> and herself yeah she but I think too, what yeah. both of you wow. are speaking to is we call it pleasure positive living I think another way to say it inside of this container is really the balancing the ongoing process of what it looks like to balance your chakras as access to a tool like as a tool right so do you have any I know that you're a practitioner and you have a course but for anyone listening how does someone begin to embark on this journey and something that we just discovered in our lot, we just did an episode with dips, <laughs> Dipsy. I want to call it Dipsy. Yeah. And yeah, I know. But, but what I'm present years. to is, and in my life right now, if there's a way to almost through osmosis or something like, can we multitask? Is there a way to seamlessly begin to balance your chakras in your life and have it be another to do, right? How can we start this journey and, yeah. and live a balanced life without it having to be like, you have to schedule four hours for self-care every Friday afternoon. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to you guys. I'm just going to say 20 minutes. How's that? Does I, that work? I could do that. <laughs> but it's not a to-do. It's not a to-do. Here's the thing. The most important part for the sacral chakra is literally doing the things that make you happy and then give you pleasure. It literally needs to move towards pleasure. Mm. So if you get pleasure masturbating, let's masturbate. If you get pleasure actually, I don't know, having alone time or taking a bath, ladies, can we take a bath? Like the mama medicine bath that she does, let's do one of those. Because if Mm. you immerse yourself, first of all, the sacral chakras all is linked to the element of water. It's very fluid. Mm. So when you're in the bath and you're surrounded by crystals and salt and the skin's all nice and slippery and you start masturbating in the bath, I feel like that's very doable. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah, totally like, doable. It, right, that's a good to do. That's a great to do. <laughs> we're just, I gotta like, go. We're just like waiting to see if you have to say anything else to, to describe mean, what you I, thought about. I, it's one of those things where it's really the sacral chakra just wants you to enjoy and meet pleasure. It also wants you to feel your emotions, like you like. It really does. You like that you need to be able to feel it because if you block it, that is how trauma comes up. And that is how you have a very stagnant sacral chakra. And friendly reminder that when water does not move and is stagnant, it becomes algae and life feels like it's stagnant and gross and icky. So Finding oh, I don't joy. want my sacral chakra looking like moldy algae. No, thank you. No, you want no, it beautiful you. and you yeah, want what it what a orange. great visual. <laughs> then it makes me, if right. I want to go back to you the... You want a bright orange. What we were talking about 
no algae. What we were talking about before, I forget who mentioned it, but about this need to prove yourself, especially in our generation. And I think, and we're talking about the movement and the stagnant. And I'm realizing, I think that, I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but I think when you're younger, you have dreams, right? And you go for them and then life may take a different left turn. And then there's this grieving process or talk about feeling stagnant, right? Where you're like, I don't know where to go next. And you feel yourself out of alignment, but you still feel this need to prove yourself. So there's this push pull of what do I create next in my life? Like, how do we actually, how does one get into alignment so that we can have that clarity and also move through I think that there is a I would say almost every seven years there's a grieving process that happens for me so it's so ironic that you say it's every seven years I feel that I'm sure you do don't our cells regenerate every seven years we build a new body every seven years we build new skin every seven days and a new gut lining every three days it's amazing. Yeah. And it's fat. It's funny you wrote that because that is literally what my Instagram post was today was the fact that we can grow new bodies in seven days. In seven years, excuse me. Seven years. Um, wow. It's, here's what I want to say about that because you're absolutely right. That push-pull, that polarity, again, is of the sacral chakra. It's this idea of in order to create something, you have to do something. But that's not what it's about because, ladies, I'm, again, like when you get pregnant, what happens? It's the sperm, it's the egg, and it's like power and nine months it takes, it like builds, it creates. You wait, you are patient, you know what's happening, you do the things you have to do, take your prenatals, go get your ultrasounds, right? Like you're doing the things you have to do, but the actual creation has nothing to do with you. It's so... That's what the sacral's all about. And it's so... I feel... Mm. I think we're getting into the world of almost manifestation. And manifesting, I've been told, is more of a feminine way of creating versus the masculine way that I think was default given to us. On an intellectual level, I Mm -hmm. know that. But it's how do you make that switch to receive like truly receiving versus doing it's a daily practice when i say (laughs) it's 20 minutes it's 20 minutes a day it's like it's 20 minutes a day where you're like listen i'm gonna give 20 minutes to just do whatever makes me happy Mm -hmm. like i need to do what makes me happy so i don't know if you ladies know human design i I'm a generator yeah. in human design, which, so like- I'm a manifesting respond, generator. You are? Amazing. Okay. You have lots Man- of manifesting ideas. Manifesting generator. Yeah. Lots of ideas. You can do both where you need to be in the doing and in the responding. You inform. Mm. So for me, I, that pleasure is what gets me excited. And it can be literally as simple as- Do I want to make coffee or do I want to go to Starbucks and and get coffee? What is going to give me the greatest amount of pleasure? When we start asking those questions from that perspective of what is going to bring me joy, 
what is going to light me up? We can stay in our sacral and we can continue to put our pleasure first. I have a question. Yeah. Is it possible to be like over overbalanced in it because I live from that space like I I feel like my issue is that I need more discipline like I I live in my from my sacral I think can you be over excessive shooting yeah like over why is this the like visual you're you're plumbing yourself you're not on our youtube i'm just like it's an upward plumbing like i'm just like yeah am i so let's talk about that because am i overshooting my sacral and could that be having imbalancing other chakras 100 percent. yes and i'll tell you what. what chakras are being yeah just from what i know from you, from this conversation, I'm going to go with your root chakra is probably a little deficient because the sacral has to pull from someplace. And if you're a manifesting generator and you're living from your sacral, which says to me, you're taking action, that means things that bring you pleasure. So my question for you is, how's your nervous system? I have to do a lot to regulate it. Every day, it's more than 20 minutes a day. It's 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the afternoon, 20 minutes at night. I'm also polyamorous and I have more than one relationship. I'm married and have multiple lovers. It could even be like some days I just need two hours in the bathtub, like literally to charge back up. So my nervous system is great only because I do something to regulate it. Yeah. And that's the thing is I get ungrounded easily. I can go, if I go into an environment I have little control over, I can be very sensitive to sounds and to people's conversation and to smells and can get overacted really overactivated really easily if it's not pleasurable to my you standards go with your or, or my tasting. Yeah, there's like a high, very highly I've become yeah. more sensitive. Yeah. You, that makes perfect sense. So you're sense saying to me. that it's you, I mm-hmm. It makes me sad that you have to regulate yourself so many times, but like that is literally what you <laughs> need because of your yeah. kind of your design right now. So if everything is all about the right. sacral and you're taking action, you, we need grounding. So while you may yeah. love the bath, how do you feel about Walking on grass or taking Yeah, a walk. that's another, pre- more like laying on grass, laying on mm-hmm. grass, taking a walk. Do I do all those things? Those are pre- like before this recording, I was laying in the sun on the grass for an hour on a towel, that. my front and backside. I was tanning, na- I was also tanning naked. So I was like getting that's... something out of it, but mm. yeah, no judgment. So, so, I can't do that naked I was, at the I was park. Sweating. Otherwise I would. <laughs> I was sweating. My backyard, it was it's a privacy in the backyard. Yeah. But yeah, I was like drenched in sweat and it felt really grounding and really good. Walking, absolutely. If I don't walk, if, if I go more than two days without a walk, I can tell. I can feel more agitated. So walking is a right. So we're a talking point. a lot. So I, we're throwing out a lot of specifics, but is there, it sounds like the, we're talking about the sacral chakra, but really it's about balancing all seven chakras. And so how does, how does one begin? If you want to live in flow. Yeah. Flow. Yes. We want to live in flow. (laughs) 
How do we live in yeah, Whoa, tell us. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, it's one chakra that builds on another, right? Like, it's the building blocks. So up until it is incredibly important to make sure that your lower three chakras are balanced. Is it? And is there I'm an order? Go back to the root. Is there an order to it? Do you need to start yes. with the root before you go to the sacral? Yes. Okay. Because if your foundations aren't proper, it's like it's going to affect the other. So if this is still unbalanced and you go to work on this is unbalanced, how? Yeah, they definitely affect one another and you have to go in order. And what's the simplest way to begin? I know what's what's the simple way to begin balancing the root chakra for I feel like Matt and and I both I feel like we all need that. I I have a different way of doing it. Yeah, I have a different way of doing it than most Reiki practitioners or like other energy healers. I believe that the way you were going to heal and bring balance to your root chakra is by learning how to regulate your nervous system. And the way you do that is you have to do the hard mental work of uncovering the triggers, the shadow shit, the inner child crap, all of those things in order to be able to actually like be like, oh, this fear isn't real. This fear is because... Mm. I have some story that looped or some reminder or some like trigger childhood, whatever. But the sad part is that I think most of us grew up in homes that didn't know they weren't regulated themselves. So like, it's very possible that our nervous regulation is non-existent because mom and grandma and great grandma didn't know how to do it. I like personally, my mom is the youngest of eight. By the time her mom had her, she had seven grown children and multiple grandchildren. By the time my mom got what she needed, she her nervous regulate it it's non-existent. Yeah. I never knew this. I would be like, I've got anxiety. Why do you have anxiety? I don't know. I just have anxiety. Yeah. Or depression. Well, like you're, yeah. oh my God. And then they're like, oh, that's not real. And you're like, no, there's something here. There's something I need to work through. And if you are able to learn to regulate yourself and to manage or to be like, listen, my mom didn't know how to do it. My dad didn't, like our family don't know how to do it. I'm going to learn how to do it. I'm going to consistently yeah. show up to regulate myself. And the easiest way to do that is when it's the one thing that drives everyone crazy, but it's taking a deep breath. Yep. Breathing. Yep. Letting yourself feel. Literally slowing it down the moment, reconnecting to our breath, like recognizing that's not, we're not just a mind or a body, our body. I heard this the other day from a fellow pleasure priestess. She said, the body is the original temple. It is. Here we are creating temples, activating, but the body, that's the OG temple. It is the OG temple, but like you understand that. We understand that. Do you think that someone Mm. out there, when you're saying the body's the temple, what do you think they hear? 
they hear my body's not pretty enough. My body's not good enough. If they don't hear, I need to worship myself. That's sad. (laughs) This is is kind of why I do, I do what I do. Thank you. And I love when we asked you the pronunciation of your name. <laughs> you were like, Maroc, like miraculous, Maroc, Maroc, I mean, like miraculous. And we're like, you really are, your frequency no, is so miraculous. I appreciate that. I try. Yeah, we really guys. wanted to have you on the show because of the, the way you be about the conversation is just palpable. I can only imagine what working with you is like on a one-on-one I, level. So Thank you for the work you're that. doing. I so appreciate that. This is, I have a few loves in my life and this is one of the loves in my life. Like this is, I, I, my whole goal, it sounds ridiculous because it sounds like it's such a made up dream, but like, I literally want to raise the vibration of the planet. And the only way I know how to do that is to help people understand the shit in their own life to get them to regulate, to get them to understand their stories, that their stories is not their mom's stories or their dad's stories, to put themselves first and to live in flow because it is possible. You mm. just have to put yourself first and it it's cheesy and everyone's, oh, it's not selfish. It really truly is not selfish. It's necessary. And I want to say something about yeah. flow, right? I have experienced flow state before. And I want to just put in that it's not, I don't feel it's a destination. I think that you can be in states of flow and then be pulled back into places of survival because of circumstances. And it's really something that you do have to be disciplined about and not to beat yourself up if you're like, I was in flow. Why am I not now? Or I was having tons of sex with my partner. Why aren't we having sex right now? Like life is allowed to oscillate. And something that I think was, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I want to say a silver lining, but the pandemic, I think was an opportunity for a lot of people to be with some really uncomfortable things. And there was a choice, right? I think for Mm -hmm. a lot of people, some people leaned into it and some people chose to numb out in certain ways. And mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. find myself, I was one of those people that numbed out with alcohol. And I have sense, it's really interesting. I have, I've really let go of it in my life and I'm having so many uncomfortable things come up and it hit me like a ton of bricks the other day. Oh, I've been blocking like this trauma and blocking these different things. And I may like, I am so aware of how out of alignment I am, but this is the first time I think I'm really facing it head on and allowing myself to be in the uncomfortability of it at this level. I had the breakthroughs I had at the beginning of this podcast. It's a journey. And now this is the next level for me. So I want to remind you guys that we are physical beings. Like, very difficult to have this conversation sometimes. Because Just we associate with being a physical being. <laughs> Sorry. Because otherwise it sounds like I'm an alien and that's not what I'm going for. But like, we are spiritual beings right. in a physical body. 
as such, we like we are energy. Energy does vacillate. Energy does move forward and it does come back. Like you are going to be in a state of flow and then take three steps back and be like, wait, what? How did I lose my flow? It's okay. You're going to go back. I think that for me, I think that is the thing that meditation has taught the most is, oh, I can go into that and I can come back. I have control. We think that we don't have control and that the only thing we do have control over is ourselves. So if that is really true, then let's have control over ourselves and give ourselves compassion. You grieve every seven years. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with you for doing that. There is, we can hold the space of grief and gratitude of like blessings and being like, this also sucks. <laughs> yeah. I have mom. I'm, I'm also Iranian American. I have moments where I'm like, I'm super blessed to live in this country. And at the same time, I have a lot of guilt for living in this country. Like I can learn to be in the both ends. Which, again, ladies, is part of the sacral chakra. <laughs> like, we are being in the uncomfortable <laughs> in this energy. You I, have, I fucking you love the sacral chakra. Be in the <laughs> this is where I live. I live for my sacral chakra. What I learned is I need to balance out my other chakras. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, I need you to balance your nervous the nervous system because then your actions are going to come from your true self rather than your ego because sometimes i literally i I feel like i spend more time regulating my Uh sometimes i feel like i spend more time regular regulating my nervous system than like doing work And I'm just like, it's beautiful. This is my moment right now where this is what my life is. It is part of it. I literally feel like I don't feel guilty for it. People are like, how many hours a day do you work? I was like, four max, because that's what I can handle. That's honestly amazing. And nothing wrong with that. Thank you. I feel no guilt for it. And people were giving me some entrepreneurial friends are like, you're only working four hours a day. And I was like, yeah, I'm, bra- yeah. I'm bragging. They're like, it sounds like you, they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh, I got it. Hustle culture does not reward that. They're like, oh, you're only working four hours in a day. Oh my gosh. And I feel like we're, the revolution we're starting is just that we are part of and that the movement that we are here to spread is to support people in living from their pleasure, whatever it looks like. If, if it gives someone pleasure to work, to, to hustle, then that's great. As long as that's a choice though. For me, I really, it was a choice to leave hustle culture very actively. I actually had a doctor two years ago say, you're going 90 on the 65 and you're going to die early if you keep going at this rate. Mm -hmm. And I spent all this money for this doctor to basically tell me to slow down. (laughs) And I was like, but it means I'm going to make less money, doc. And he's then take the pay cut. Learn how to do life from this new place of slowing down. And guess what? After six months of taking the doctor's advice, I I did take a pay cut couple grand a month but then I made that back in other ways over time from realigning and coming from a more true place which was going 60 on the 65 actually going five miles below the speed limit interesting programming process is that your when you say all you do you feel like all you do is regulate your nervous system honestly if that's 
Yeah. That is work. That counts because when your nervous system isn't regulated, where do you operate from? Fear. Scarcity. You're secure. Like you're just, so do you think the decisions you make are good? Probably not. They're based on fear unless you face it, unless you regulate your nervous system and are able to face it. That's always going to go back to that. That is literally the one thing I can get a little annoying with people I talk to is the fact that I'm like, go back. It's your inner work. No matter what you do, you're always going to go back to that inner work. And it's interesting because I have one of my best friends. I do this talk with her all the time. And we were talking about a program that we had both worked on. And she's something's missing. She kept saying this. And we, for a good year, we were trying to figure out what was missing. And just the other night, I was like, oh, I know, I get it. Now I understand what's missing. It's the joy. It's the let's celebrate how far we've come. It's not all just about the work. You left hustle culture. That's big. You took a pay cut. The universe rewards you. Like it just does. Because if you take a chance on yourself and you trust yourself, the universe is going to be like, I got you. You're finally where I wanted you to be. So I can give you what you want. And I love that you say that. And now we're going to manifestation. Yeah, the joy. And they do the joy. And we call it pleasure, right? When you're in your pleasure. And the thing is, In 1941, there was a professor and they really distinguished that there are actually three different types of pleasure, right? There's the sensory, there's aesthetic, and then there's also accomplishment. Allowing yourself to feel Mm -hmm. that joy, allowing yourself to be in the celebration. And I remember I did, it was really interesting. I did a transformational program. I couldn't make the United States weekend. So I ended up doing one of my weekends in India And inside of the program, they say, they talk about your way of being, right? And the the possibility of who you're going to be. And I had never heard this as a possible way of being, but in India where I was, all the different teams and their different groups of people, they would come up with this together were the possibility of celebration. And they really are. They ended the whole team weekend with a Bali dance party. And I was crying. They had me sing on stage. They did musical performances. And I was like, this is so not how the weekends go in the United States. And I said, what if we were the possibility of <laughs> celebration for fuck's sake? Why? And so I've, a, mm, I've a, yeah. I, that thought just popped in my head. It's been in my subconscious. And I'm like, oh, that's what's missing the joy, the celebration and allowing yourself to not only feel it, but to relish in it, to find the celebration in every day. Yeah. Yeah. That is why we keep moving forward. There is that part of us that I got to do to reach the next step. Because once we reach that step, we never gave ourselves the like, congratulations, you did it. It was like, great. I did. Now I got to go to the next thing. Where are you going? We're here. We Wait have our experience okay. and then we die. <laughs> Like you have what, what you're doing is now. I mean, <laughs> like you were literally, what are we doing? This is why, this is why 24 year old, they have quarter life crisis because they have spent so much being told. This is what you do. These are the steps you take. And once you get there, 
you graduated college, get that, get that job. Don't forget to find your husband. (laughs) Yeah. And let's have a family in there. And you're like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot lot (laughs) for us. Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to say I give props to every woman out there. I don't care what she's battling. She deserves props. <laughs> oh. She probably also has to deal with her husband or her son. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely stand on the shoulders of the, my husband who absolutely supports me. So it's that's you know, a blessing. It's definitely, we talk about being 100% responsible, 100% responsibility. Like I'm 100% respe- 100% responsible and so is he. So really coming from that place is- um, Is a blessing. Really helped me, I think, in my yeah. growth. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Because I don't like, it's really hard. Wow. It's really hard. To, we have so much pressure on us, on women. Is a little ridiculous. And then you just want a little bit of, I can't do everything and celebrate myself. Like it's, this is why I get it, ladies, when you were like, can you give me one tip that's not going to require to take four hours? Yeah. (laughs) Whatever makes your heart sing. Honestly, at this point, that's my tip. (laughs) Whatever lights your heart. That's the only way. Because that is also, let's go back to old rhetoric manifestation for a moment. What's the first thing they teach you? Thoughts become things and it's based on how you feel. That is all that is. Mm, yeah. We talk about the... And if the, you have a regulated nervous system, enjoy the actions that are going out. They just fall into your aligned. lap. Joy and pleasure yes, are at do. the top of the, mean, the... Is it the emotional frequency scale, Katie? What's it called? The scientific... The emotional frequency scale. Yeah. So emotional we... Yeah, yeah. consciousness. Yeah. When we talk, when we work with our clients, yeah. we say pleasure and joy. They're at the top of that frequency. If you really want to, when I allowed myself to really demand my pleasure first, I actually 10x'd my pro- productivity. Because when you're miserable, it's very hard to get anything done. Yeah, right. where's the inspiration? I, literally, yeah. since I made my these lifestyle changes, everything just falls into my lap. It feels like the things I want to go to create that I would maybe effort into reality, like the old way, taking all these, they're just like, it just falls into my lap. I'm just like, wow. Okay. Wow. It's that here it is. You just, we just asked for it. This is such a powerful conversation. I have a question. We've been asking everyone that we've bring on the show this question. And it, I hope that, you enjoy answering it (laughs) in whatever way you do. And our mission is that millions of people around the world are living a pleasure positive life. And so much so that the name of our brand is pleasure positive living. We would Mm -hmm. love to know what that means to you and what, how you see yourself already living a pleasure positive life. I'm going to say that a pleasure positive life to me means moving towards the things that bring me joy, that allow me to be at my highest frequency. 
The easiest way to do that for me is I have a playlist called my highest self playlist. I put the music on and I move and I dance and I do my thing. And it's funny because my husband during COVID, like I would just, and he'd stand there and he'd be like, what is wrong? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm moving. I'm dancing. And he's, I don't understand. <laughs> Meanwhile, and there's a reason why I'm saying this. My cousin, she says to me, she goes, I love to drive my husband crazy. And I'm like, what do you do to drive him crazy? And she's like, stand there. And I'm like dancing. And he looks at us and he's like, what is in the water you guys were given? <laughs> why do you just stand there dancing? And literally it's like just dancing. Dancing is the easiest way to raise your vibrations and heal your sacral because it's movement and it brings pleasure. It's the way we start every single one I'm, of our I'm meetings. I'm all about the dancing. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Love it. I'm, I'm on board with that. It's, you, you have to move. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Raka, thank you so much for coming on today and being with us. This was an illuminating conversation. You really are the real deal. I know you know things and your intuition, your both your third eye and your sacral <laughs> intuition are spot on. I feel the energy moving through my body and I know the people listening can feel it too. It's palpable. What is the best way for people to stay in touch with you? I know that you have a course that you're offering as well. How do people find out information about that? So you can find me on Instagram at our.conscious.energy. So it's our conscious energy, but with the two dots in between all the words. And I'm actually doing a free webinar on July 29th to it's 30 minutes. I want to be able to do an interaction just so that I can show people what their chakra energies are and how it actually shows up in their life. Because again, I think once you know what the energy is, you can learn how to work with it. Amazing. Amazing. So ourconsciousenergy.com. Amazing. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much, ladies. I loved this. This was, it's really nice to get together with like girlfriends and just chat. This is why I love podcasts. Why do you think we've been doing it for seven years? It keeps us in line. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Wow. It's been seven years. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know yeah. it's been that long. Yeah. Yep. Been That's why we have so many episodes. episodes. <laughs> yep. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that, ladies. Well, Clitorati, thank you yeah. so much for it was a pleasure. Yes, it was a pleasure. With pleasure. <laughs> and we will see you next Tuesday, Clitorati. <laughs> bye bye. Ciao. Bye bye.